and welcome to the F1 Rearview Podcast. I am Tom Lomas and I'm joined again by the wonderful Reese Keeble Hello. for uh, the fourth episode of Series Zero. It is. There's been a long gap. It's been a long gap. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to everyone that's uh, that's been... Christmas and a new year. Uh, Merry holidays. I think we should we have to say Happy now. Holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah, Christmas isn't everyone. Everyone doesn't. Yeah, but uh, it has been a while. It's been Christmas. It's been a new year. Um, did you have a good Christmas, Reese? I did. Yeah, good. I did. It was a. It was all right. You know. Good. I'm yeah, glad. Was, yeah. Yeah. Enjoyable. Yeah. I'll tell you what I do like. Right. Sorry. I'll tell you what I don't like. What? The memes to the countdown of the start of the racing again. Yeah. They have really just. Oh. What page are you on, Reese? I'm on Follow F1 memes. News and Memes. F1 News and Memes, <laughs> yes, and, and we're going to give them a brilliant shout-out here on the podcast. Uh, F1 News and Memes, it's a Facebook page uh, that I, you, you guys need to go follow. They've got some great, uh, funny memes, and, and just that's literally where I find out most of my F1 news yeah, is posted there before it's posted anywhere else. But there's a lot of ha-ha moments in there A lot as well. of ha-ha moments in there. You sat there and there. go, ha-ha. It's just a great community <laughs> of, of people, you know, that... They're all of F1, so it's definitely worth I hate Lewis Hamilton. Oh, I love Lewis Hamilton. There's no Lewis Hamilton it's in between other. us. There's no Lewis There's Hamilton no Lewis. in between us. And if you want to see jokes about Sebastian Vettel spinning every week... S- uh, spe- se- Sebastian Spinel. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but definitely go join it. It's on Facebook. Just search uh, Formula 1 News and Memes, and you guys can go find them over there. Definitely a page worth giving a follow. Also, if you've come from there, mm-hmm. hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, but... Yeah, so it's been Christmas since our last episode. Uh, it's been almost a month now, I think, over a month. Uh, and not much has happened in F1. Because it's been almost two months since our last episode. It's not been the F1 season. So mm. uh, there's there's a few things that have happened, and we're going to start off talking about mainly news that's happened this week, as we do normally on the episodes. This is from being recorded on, the, on the Friday the 30th, this podcast. Uh, and we'll in fact be going out. It's actually Thursday the thirtieth. Thursday the thirtieth. If I didn't correct you on that, then someone yeah, would have. That would have, yeah. Mm. Uh, but we're going out today live on Tuesday, the fourth of February, which happens to be producer Ruth's birthday. <laughs> That's getting cut out. It's not just at so all. You all know. It's not at all. Uh, producer Everyone Ruth, wish producer Ruth we're a happy say birthday. A massive no. birthday, producer Ruth. Uh, uh, happy don't. birthday. This podcast would sound much worse if it wasn't for her, as you heard last week when she wasn't here and <laughs> Ruth was <laughs> giving the reins. Uh, so, yeah, massive thank you to Ruth for being here, as always. And a big happy birthday to her today. Uh, great job. She's going to really hate me for that. You'll notice as well. I hate this so much. <laughs> you'll notice as well that there is no sounds of boilers or yeah. kitchen doors yeah. or Reese being a slight bit tipsy. Yeah. There, we're back no, in Studio A at Media City. We're back in Media City. Uh, we're not in Reese's kitchen this week, we're so that's, back that's always under good. Professional reigns yeah. of producery. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I'm not getting a bit schlodgled on a couple of beers because Reese's not here. It's a strictly yeah. no food or drink to be consumed in the studio uh, rule. It says on the door. You, I was going to say you read that. Uh, one. There was a sign <laughs> that it is. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about news that happened this week. There's one massive story that's been breaking this week that it's got everyone talking. It broke actually yesterday on 29th, uh, and it's from a magazine called Auto Car, uh, and they saying that there is a that Mercedes are discussing Formula One withdrawal, uh, which is obviously quite a big thing. That's Mercedes mm-hmm. potentially triggering uh, a leave from F1, and uh, rumours of a sensational Aston Martin buyout being on the cards. We didn't explain that you're the know-it-all and I'm the dumb one. I think we explain that every episode. So yeah, you, I know, know, but if they've just clicked <laughs> on and listened, yeah. you're the know-it-all, I'm the dumb one. Reese is dumb. Anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so Autocar understands that they've had a joint investigation with racefans.net uh, and they've heard that um, the decision whether to leave F1 as a constructor will be discussed at the next board meeting of Mercedes' pa- parent firm, uh, Daimler, uh, which is believed to be on the 12th of February, which is in, couple in a couple of weeks. Of weeks. Yeah. Uh, and basically, from what we understand, Daimler is under pressure to make a decision uh, in order to stem spending on, on 2021's F1 campaign. Obviously, spending for that will start about now mm-hmm. for the next year. So if they, mm-hmm. they need to make a decision on whether or not they really want to devote themselves to, to, 20, to, to Formula 1 from 2020 uh, onwards. Um, obviously, 2021 also has a big rules change. Uh, it's going from what it currently is to having a cost cap and all that kind of stuff. And We've talked about all this in a previous episode. In a previous episode so. If you want to hear us two ramble on about cost caps and stuff, go back to it. Yeah. Uh, so, but, it, you know, it's also under pressure from F1's rights holders because they need to know uh, nine months in, in advance if they are considering leaving F1 because obviously that is quite a big thing, mm-hmm. especially with Mercedes, to know that. Uh, and it, at, at, under its current terms of agreement, it hasn't signed any contracts for 2021 onwards. So it wouldn't there's nothing stopping them from leaving at the end of this year. It would definitely be a big shock to the sport. Um, Some would say that this will you know, not be good for F1 at all. This can only go down badly for F1. Not if, necessarily. It, come on, if your best like you know, team leaves. Yeah, but also it will make the racing more exciting. Mercedes have won every single championship since yeah. 2014. Right, but your best team's leaving. Yeah. That's like Barcelona going, we're not playing in the Champions League this season. And then the fans going, wait, hang on, that means we might get, you know, a better team. But your Barcelona it. fans aren't going to watch it. Liverpool might have a chance to win it for once. We won it like last I know, season. I was just teasing you. Uh, but yeah, so Mercedes could be potentially leaving. And I did say at the start there, an Aston Martin buyout. And that is what is on the cars uh, and, and rumoured. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Sorry to interrupt. Uh, it's. It's Tom here uh, editing this podcast. Uh, just a quick side note uh, to let you know, this story uh, I'm about to cover is a bit irrelevant now. Um, as I just said a minute ago, uh, this was recorded on the 30th of January uh, and on the 31st of January, a big story broke about Aston Martin becoming the current racing point team uh, from 2021 onwards. Uh, the story in the in the podcast could still be relevant in some ways, though, so I have left it in. Uh, but just keep in mind, whenever we're talking about Aston Martin and all that kind of stuff, uh, we didn't know at the time that that, that was, was news. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'll let you get back to it. Um, enjoy the rest of the podcast. Uh, sources suggest that a plan is in place for current team principal Toto Wolf will assume control of, of the team uh, and work with current Racing Point Team F1, uh, Racing Point F1 team owner, I should say, uh, Lawrence Stroll, Lance Stroll's father, mm-hmm. who is also rumoured at the moment to be buying a 20-ish percent stake in Aston Martin. Lots so, of rumours, nothing confirmed, but yeah, this is what's so happening. so Lawrence Stroll is worth £2.6 currently yeah. and is said to be interested in the shares of Aston Martin that are currently on the London Stock Exchange. Yeah. So they were at 40% of value when they went public in April. Um, however, they lost their value, but... Since Wednesday this week, they have now gone up by 20%. They have. Interesting. So, so how, how much are they Do on we now? know whether or not they've actually got those or not? So it is rumoured that they may have. However, nothing is confirmed Nothing's yet. Confirmed. And it hasn't been concer- confirmed of how much they're actually were. Yeah. Well, I, I think hold, it would be on, interesting. Hold on. If, it went, if it went from 40% and fell down, mm-hmm. what did it fall down to? Because it just rose by 20%. Did it go all the way down? So it fell by another 40%. 
and then rose back up by 20. So, so currently, it, it was it's worth, only still down worth 20%. Very little. Yeah, it's yeah. still worth very little, but it's worth a bit more than it was. Right. But okay. he could well have bought shares when it was low. We don't know the exact information right. on that. Um, because the rumours originally, it was rumoured that he was interested in buying shares or that he was in the process of buying shares. Originally thought to rebrand the Racing Point F1 team as Aston Martin F1 team, uh, who, interestingly, Aston Martin is the title sponsor of, of Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Um, they are Red Bull Aston Martin Racing. Uh, but this obviously is very interesting. If that happens, even if Lance Stroll, Lawrence Stroll, even I should say, doesn't take over uh, Mercedes, it's another whole thing that could he bring the Aston Martin name to Formula One? As someone Quite who, possibly. as someone who only consumed his F one news mainly through you mm-hmm. and this podcast, mm-hmm. I'm really confused. And F one news and memes, uh, obviously. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, it's not with you tagging me and someone on that page saying, yeah. "Look at this." Yeah. Um, but it, it's so from top to bottom of it, Mercedes are kind of like. Oh, don't want to look at them rule changes really so then Lawrence Stroll has come in and been like look I want to kind of take over slightly and we'll give yeah. you the reins Toto well there, there's suggestions that the pair Toto and Lawrence will kind of work together in the team uh, with one source claiming that Wolf is, is weighing up the opportunity to assume a top line position in Aston Martin's actual road car division uh, and he'll trust someone in, in place of the F1 operation so he might even leave the position of team director and go and work more importantly for F- for Aston Martin in, in building the actual road cars. You know the one race that he wasn't there this last year? Sorry, mm-hmm. just not my mic. Yeah. The one race that he wasn't there this last year? Yeah, yeah. How did Mercedes do? Uh, Brazil. They made, it? A, they made a bad pit decision and Hamilton ended up coming third mm-hmm. uh, instead of winning the race. Do you remember they put under the safety car near the end and everyone yes. was like, why did they do that? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that was the last time he wasn't here. But... I don't know if that... You couldn't say that's down to Toto Wolf. You know, that's mm. it, it's not necessarily clear about that. Um, but there's been, obviously, rumours for a long time um, that they might be leaving F1, all this kind of stuff, and this is one of the, the most strongest reports we've seen. Um, yeah, they have also publicly set themselves a goal of saving 1.4 billion yeah. euros yeah. by the end of 2022 and announced a series of job and investment cuts at the end of last year. Um, Daimler's board is said to be concerned that competing in such an overtly extravagant sport at the time of redundancies and the increasing importance of the environmental message Mm. is completely inappropriate. Well, that's interesting as well, though, because they've obviously just launched the Mercedes Formula E team as well, Mm -hmm. which they're putting a really big push on. So maybe they've kind of set that up to leave F1 and look at the more environmental factors. And obviously they are now releasing... They've they've said they're going to stop manufacturing... um, non-electric engines as well Mercedes have so it might be that they want to kind of focus more on that Uh, but today actually a new article came out concerning the topic from Autosport well this is the article I've got from Autosport a few other places posted it as well Um, this was quite an interesting one so Autosport uh, have reported that Daimler Chief Executive Ola Kalenius I butchered that name I'm sure but that's my best pronunciation Uh, has shot down any suggestions that the company was ready to withdraw from F1 Uh, he was asked at a German industry annual uh, German auto industry annual reception in Berlin if Mercedes was preparing to pull out of F1 and he simply said it's not true so I'm two words I'm a massive wrestling fan you are Mm -hmm. the Royal Rumble just happened Mm -hmm. that's full of surprise returns and stuff like that if you ask a wrestler that's returning are you returning they all say no yeah 
Is exactly. he just? Is, it, is this the same exactly. situation? This is a. You could say it's a statement from the team, but it's two words: not true. That's the whole quote. He just said not true, and I don't know how good his English is. Maybe his English just isn't very good. He only knows two words. But at the same time, <laughs> it could just be him. Maybe I don't want to deal with this rumor. I don't want to do a serious interview on this. I'm just going to say not true. Mercedes uh, has been evaluating its future in F1 ahead of the 2021 rules uh, overhaul. Which, will, which is coming, we talked about mm-hmm, in a previous mm-hmm. episode, uh, and the new cost cap and things. Uh, but team boss Toto Wolf said at the end of 2019 that it was likely Mercedes would commit to those 2021 rules, uh, albeit that until contracts were signed, nothing was definite. They, and haven't, they haven't signed one yet. They haven't they? signed one yet. They the contract agreement hasn't been signed yet by Mercedes or any team, to be fair. Uh, so they have no obligation to stay. Um, and in. that means that they can just walk away. Exactly. And with the introduction of the cost cap, maybe they're worried that their kind of dominant streak at the top they've had since 2014, they haven't lost a title since 2014. Uh, maybe if everyone's kind of running at the same budget, they're worried they might lose that because they are one mm-hmm. of the biggest spending teams uh, in there. Uh, but at the same time, it could just be rumours and maybe there's nothing to read into. Maybe it's just all that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah. that was the biggest story, I think, from that's, the news this that's week. That's the so. smart news this week. Yeah. My brain feels like it's about to explode. Yeah. Well, I don't it, know whether that's because I was awake at nine o'clock this morning or <laughs> what. Here's a little bit of uh, more interesting news from Williams, who have had a dire 2019 and 2018 season. It wasn't good, was it? to say. Um, but yeah, so Williams uh, have recruited some new designers and they've gone to Red Bull and Renault to poach them. Interesting. Interesting, right? Interesting. I mean, in Formula One, if you want to sign a, a designer, you normally go to a Formula One designer that already yeah, exists. Yeah. You know, you're not going to go anywhere elsewhere to find one. Um, you're but, not going to get Nick Knowles in from DIY. SOS, exactly, you? you're not, no. Uh, but Williams have recently sacked a lot of their designers. They've got rid of a lot of staff and they're kind of having a, a bit of a reshuffle inside the team to try and rebuild what was a, a terrible season this season. Uh, and they've added ex Red Bull and Renault F1 staffers into the key technical roles uh, for the 2020 season. Um, Werner. Uh, will be named chief designer and he's arriving from Red Bull Uh, he had served at Red Bull as the deputy chief designer since 2014 Uh, and Carter um, who previously worked with Warner uh, for Arrows a previous team um, most recently served as uh, head of composite design at Renault Uh, and at Williams he will be the deputy chief designer and head of design um, which has also led to a revised role for Adam Carter, who currently works uh, for Williams, who will now occupy the role of chief engineer. This is just a lot of BS names, isn't it, really? Like, uh, yeah, essentially... Chief just, engineer, you're in charge of the engine, mate. Yeah, they've Do just it well. signed some new people that hopefully should Deputy chief have a better designer. Idea. Mm-hmm. Claire Williams released a statement and said, Dave and Jonathan bring enormous experience, knowledge and skills to the Williams team and we are delighted that they are joining us in the near future. Yeah. They will strengthen our design capabilities and work closely with Adam Carter, our chief engineer and the other senior members of the engineering team on the design and development of the next generation of Williams F1 cars. And I think that is what they're working towards, really. They want to kind of build... A future for, for Williams that looks better than what it is at the moment. Ruth's been very chatty this episode. She is. I don't know whether I don't know whether she's missed out because she missed out on an episode. I'll, I'll <laughs> she needs to catch up. Now it's because <laughs> of all the compliments we gave her at the start. She feels like she needs to repay us. She gets the smart quotes to read out. I'm the dyslexic one, so yeah. I can't read anything. You're reading the she, main book. She comes script. in with the she extra info, and it's brilliant that we've got her there to do that. It's time for Christmas catch-up news. Uh, this is just kind of some key news stories that came out over Christmas. Again, there was nothing massive that happened over Christmas because it's been kind of off-season there's nothing really happening um but uh leclerc has stuck with ferrari 
Um, and Verstappen has stuck with Red Bull. And they've signed both um, four and five years deals respectively. Yeah, so, so. Um, both of the, the grids dubbed future world champions, if you will. I'm giving, doing air quotes there. That's kind of what people are calling them, aren't they? The, the you did next... more than air quotes. You got like quite jazzy with your body and <laughs> the, everything. They're the, the next kind of Vettel and Hamilton, I think, is what people are saying. You know, they're the mm-hmm. next big duo uh, to come through and have a bit of a, a title fight. Technically, um, the next Charles Leclerc and... Uh, um, they're the next themselves. They're the next themselves. Well, yeah. So both of them they have, have uh, they've stuck to their respective teams, which is quite surprising. A lot of people thought at the end of 2020 there'd be a lot of interesting moves and things because going into the 2021 season, before this, there was no contracts that had been signed. Everyone was up for, mm. for new contract renewals, which obviously I think mm. would be reflected by the new rule changes and things. But Max and Charles have both decided that they want to stick with their teams, uh, obviously showing a lot of faith in them. Ooh, oh, Reese has got just, a question. Ooh, ooh. I reckon mm-hmm. Jorge Russell George, yeah will be driving if, McLa- uh, if M- Mercedes stay in mm-hmm. he'll be their driver in 2021 Do you reckon? Mm. Interesting I think um, He's proved that he can drive The fact they haven't signed a young driver like Ferrari and Red Bull have is interesting and George is Mercedes' young driver he's the mm-hmm. next one obviously for the lineup. But you also have to remember and this is kind of linking back to the Mercedes story we had before uh, McLaren announced uh, I think we we were covered it in one of our previous episodes that they're going to be using Mercedes engines for 2021. Mm-hmm. Now, could that, that is that a hint towards Mercedes dropping out and becoming an engine supplier? I don't oh. know. Uh, it was it's weird that they're going back to supplying McLaren. The whole reason they left McLaren in the first place is they saw them as a threat. See, no. and they have come back a bit this season, but you know, it is um, as a McLaren fan, it's mm-hmm. quite nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Mm. I'm surprised you didn't wear your McLaren merch today. I wore my Red Bull It's merch. in the wash. It's in the wash. It's in the wash. It absolutely reeks. What an excuse. I wear that shirt six days a week. <laughs> and the one day you the didn't wear it. The one day I didn't wear it, we're doing the podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to Verstappen and Leclerc. I think that's really interesting. They decided to stick with them, especially oh. Verstappen decided to stick at Red Bull. That shows so much faith in Honda and, and the Red Bull team as a whole. Verstappen Do- also had a lot of criticism. I remember when he first started in yeah. 2016. After I think it was the Belgian Grand Prix, uh, Kimi Raikkonen s- released a statement about him saying that he thought he would cause a huge accident, <laughs> and there was a lot of he's done a few of them. Well, <laughs> there was a lot of backlash about Verstappen for a long time, yeah, and then. Um, quite recently he has become very popular I think this season especially he's matured a lot is seen as a very strong competitor yeah and I, but the, the, that's the main thing that surprised me more than anything about him sticking with Red Bull um, if you know beyond 2020 Red Bull weren't title challenging this season I thought he might think about leaving but the fact he's st- sticking with them for another four seasons shows to me that actually he's pretty confident that with the development of the Honda Power Unit which has shown brilliant development this season uh, and obviously designed from Adrian Newey and all that, uh, that this season they could uh, have a real title fight, which I hope, to be fair, seeing those three really fight at the top, Hamilton, Verstappen and Leclerc, I think that would be really, really good. Other big news that's happened this season is car launch dates. I said this season, this Christmas. Car launch dates, it's my favourite time of year. It's coming up in the next few weeks. Car launches. So coming in at the top of the car launch date is Ferrari. And then in uh, in the 12th of February, we got Renault. Uh, the 13th of February, uh, we got McLaren releasing uh, uh, their new car. A date that was actually 
leaked by Lando Norris on a live stream. Interesting, that one. It was indeed. On the 14th, we've got Mercedes and Alfa Turi. Oh, that'll be an interesting Valentine's Day, I'm sure, for many. Uh, Then a few days later, we've had a kind of day after day after day. Uh, We've got the 17th, which is going to be racing points. And on the 19th of February, we see Alfa Romeo and Haas. 19th of February being the first day of testing. So those two are going to be bringing their cars and showing them out on the first day of testing. Yeah, exactly. we still got some dates to be confirmed, though that is only eight of the ten teams, Williams let's, and Red Bull. Let's be honest, Williams probably don't know they have to still release them. Still have to car. release them, but they will be <laughs> between... Uh, they should be before the 19th, because that's the first day of t- testing, and uh, they need to be there for the first day of testing. They don't want to do Williams from last year. Williams will um, not have a clue that they've... That they need to make a car for that day. Well, they're, they're still they're, in that, they're that they're useless. Have they even finished in Abu Dhabi yet? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's still going on. Uh, but speaking of Williams uh, uh, and also Alfa Romeo, they've signed some new drivers, not to their first team. Uh, we already know that Williams have got Nicholas Latifi and George Russell next mm-hmm. year, uh, but they've signed some new reserve and test drivers, respectively. Uh, namely, the first proper Israeli driver that will ever take place in Formula One, or at least in the practice sessions. Uh, that's 25 year old uh, driver Roy Nissani. You ever I, heard of him? I, I was going to say I kind of recognise the name, but is it <clears throat> F2 or? Uh, so yeah, so I'll get to that in a minute. So uh, he's 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 going to be a regular starter on the F1 paddock now uh, as the new Williams F1 test driver. He's had some success in junior categories, but also not success. So it's a bit of a surprise right. signing for a lot of people uh, in the junior categories. He had a lot of success in kind of Formula Three. V8.5s, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but in 2018, he didn't have that a successful time in Formula 2 uh, and unfortunately had an injury, which meant he missed out on 2019 in Formula 2. Do we know what the injury was? Uh, not off the top no. of my head, I can't tell you. No, I'm not no, sure. No. But he, there was something that happened that he, meant he couldn't, probably a spinal injury or something. Yeah, okay. uh, but he is in Formula 2 uh, for 2020 uh, and at the same time as well, he'll be taking up a full time role uh, for, driving the FW43, or at least as the reserve driver. So if, if Jorge as you like to call George mm-hmm. or uh, or uh, who else? Nicholas. <laughs> if George and Nicholas the TV both uh, can't compete in a race, I think he'll take that seat. Uh, he's also going to take place take part in three free practice sessions. Uh, Williams has said, uh, which are uh, yet to be named Grand Prix. We don't know exactly when, but I'm sure before the weekend they'll say, "Oh, Roy's going to be driving the car in FB1 yeah, yeah. this weekend." Um, Come look at our new attraction. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, but it's also good, I think, for them to get uh, you know an insight from a driver like Roy. And, and Claire said, I think, that it, that he's got some good experience and things, so that is good uh, to see. Yeah, so he actually suffered a training injury. It wasn't named what the actual Yeah, so it was just some been. kind of injury that may have said it out. Right. said that it was a training injury. Mm. You might recognise him because his father is actually... Um, I don't know how you say his name... 100% so I might butcher it give it a go Ch- Chanuk 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 Nisani yep Chanuk Nisani he was the first and so far the only Israeli to take part in a Grand Prix weekend when he completed the first practice session at the 2005 Hungarian Grand Prix mm, that so is definitely not where I know him from <laughs> <laughs> well it was 2005 sure? so you don't know his dad from 2000 <laughs> <laughs> we had a drink at the pub before but I don't yeah, so that'll be interesting, I think, for sure, to see Roy in uh, in the Williams seat, and, and I'm interested to see how he does in, in the practice sessions and stuff. Uh, he took place, uh, he took part in the Abu Dhabi test for them at the end of last season, 
uh, which uh, I, I, we think we talked about in the last uh, podcast, uh, which is interesting. And I think that obviously is what inspired Williams to then go and give him the, the full-time seat. Uh, but Williams have all been about hiring this Christmas. They've hired mm-hmm. two new mechanics. They've hired Ronnie Sunny. And they've also gone and nicked someone else in the Red Bull programme, um, a guy by the name of Dan Tictum, who uh, you might have heard of, you might not have. He's got a very kind of racy literally uh background uh, in f4 he's got a temper doesn't he he's got a bit of a temper, he's got he's, a temper. yeah the red mist can come down on him uh, he got banned back in 2015 from f4 uh for illegally uh basically crashing into another driver it was under a safety car and he deliberately overtook a new numerous amount of cars and went and just t-boned is the video arrival there is a yeah if you search on youtube yeah there's a video yeah yeah. uh but he's been given the uh test driver role at williams for this season uh which is the probably the closest he's got to formula one since uh the end of 2018 uh interestingly um at the end of 2018 he was tipped for the 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 red bull well the toro rosso seat that would eventually go to Alex Albon, who is obviously now a Red Bull driver. Mm-hmm. Um, he was originally tipped for that. He's, he's been in the Red Bull programme for a long time. And, and, you know, there are people that genuinely think he's a great driver. And to be fair, I'm one of them. I think he, he has shown really good talent. And he's in Formula 2 this season. And I'm, I'm really excited to see how he does in Formula 2. Because if he can prove that he's kind of matured and, and brought back that kind of how old is he? racing spirit. He's 20 now. Right. So if he messes it up this year... Thank you. Um... <laughs> He'll be gone, won't he? There's no way that he can get it. Yeah, he'll have to right. be a rally driver or something, won't he? <laughs> yeah, he'll have to do something where you can actually... It's kind of legal to do that. Yeah. Go to monster truck racing or something. Yeah. <laughs> Williams did say that he is one of the best F1 simulator drivers that they have seen. Yeah, that's a simulator. Yeah. So, There's no one you can hurt in a simulator. Light- <laughs> Lightning McQueen wasn't good on a simulator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we saw that in Cast 3, didn't we? We did. Cast 4, Cast 3, one mm. of them. Which, which which one was the spy number two? Great film either way. We always come back to it every episode. We find a way. <laughs> uh, but Red Bull actually dropped him from their program halfway through last season because he just didn't perform the one he wanted to. He couldn't get the right amount of points to get a super license. Uh, we should, we should explain. We should explain because like I I wouldn't know. Yeah. But to get a super license. To race in F1, mm-hmm. you've got to have a super license, and yeah. to get that, you've got to get points. Don't if you? you yeah, you can get it by the I think winning F3. Coming second F3 gives you a certain amount of points. Coming third gives you a certain amount of points. Mm-hmm. Or coming first, second, and third in Formula 2, I think, gives you a super license as well. Or fourth. I think top four in Formula 2 might get a super license, actually. How many points do they need, do you know? Or I'm not entirely points. sure, no. That's a fact for producer Ruth to Google very quickly. Um, <laughs> but whilst she's doing that, we'll talk quickly about um, the other reserve driver signing that's happened. Um, it's a big deal, this. Massive deal. Former... It's back to Williams again. Yeah. Williams are involved in everything this Christmas. So Formula Williams driver Robert Kubica uh, will still be around the F1 paddock. Uh, obviously, he took part in this season, but very quickly said he, he'd be leaving. Uh, and he's, he's taken a drive with the newly named Alfa Romero Racing Orlan, uh, which he would take the position of reserve driver, similarly to uh, Roy Nassani at Williams. Uh, he's taken the position also, interestingly, off Marcus Ericsson, who drove for the mm. team in, in 2018. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of also where his career began. He originally raced in 2006 for Sauber, which is also now is kind of Alfa Romeo. Yeah. And he raced there for 2006 to 2009. Um, his kind of personal sponsor as well, PKN Orland, a kind of Polish oil company that sponsored him when he was at Williams, uh, it will be coming with him and becoming Alfa Romeo's new co-title sponsor. Which is why they're called Alfa Romeo Racing Which Orland. Yeah, they're going to be okay. com- called Alfa, Racing Ra- Alfa Romeo Racing Orland. And I think I showed you the, the logo for this new team. Uh, and it's not very. It's kind of half. It's half the Alfa Romeo logo, 
half an eagle. Yeah, I'll just flash that up for you. Obviously, um, we're on radio, mm-hmm. on a podcast, yeah. so I so won't I'll, be able to show it to everyone. I'll try and describe it yeah, However, best I can. for the presenters in the studio, this is, is the new logo. So it's like kind oh, of yeah, that's half Alfa Romeo, half the kind of PK and all that, an eagle. Is that an eagle or is that like... I think it's an eagle. Is that a supervillain with a big <laughs> nose? Uh, it, it could be either, but essentially those, those logos... Is that genuinely how it is car. or is that just... No, that's this there. That's the actual... With the, the slash down the middle. current Twitter logo yeah. that they are using. That's that official is logo. absolutely shit. <laughs> There's a bleep for Tom. There's a bleep um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's, it's a very interesting logo, that one. Um... It's not very nice at all, no. and I think um, mm, we'll see how, how did long they that design lasts. that. It, it just, looks very rushed. It does, it does. look like they kind it. of st- stuck them together. It looks like someone who says Photoshop's my passion. He <laughs> kind of did it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think mainly the reason that uh, he's got that drive, uh, Robert Kubica has at Alfa Romeo, is because he brings that logo with him, yeah. and that is a lot of money for the team, mm-hmm. uh, and they need it to be fair. And that, I think it is a good decision from them, um, and it is nice to see new brands coming into Formula One. So it's Kibitz's fault that they have to change the name to Alfa Romeo Race in Ireland. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's right. his that's his uh that's his 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 thing. Uh which means Orland have left Williams. And actually this isn't a story I've got written here, but it's a story I'll mention quickly. Williams have lost a lot of sponsors oh my over word. this Christmas Dropping period. Like flies. Um namely their biggest one is uh Shaw Deodorant, Rexona oh, Deodorant. Yeah. Uh, have left them and they have been a long time sponsor of Williams. What's it called in America? Sure. Uh it's called Re- Rexona. Is it? Yeah. All right, I thought yeah, it was something so. else. Um, it's called Rexona everywhere apart from the UK, I think. It's where it's called Shaw. I was going to say, because sure. I, I saw the... T- like, when I was out in America, I saw the tick on a bottle, mm. and I was like, I think that's sure. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to buy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they've been sponsoring Williams for a very long time, and uh, obviously now they've decided to call it a day with the not-so-good performances they've had, but they've actually gone and sponsored McLaren instead. I can't wait to see them bottles. The that only reason cool. why I like the sponsors was because I know that that was the only deodorant, <laughs> the ones in the Williams can, that would actually work for Makes my sweaty fast. body. Makes you go yeah. fast. Yeah. I, run, I run to Union. <laughs> I live 40 minutes away. You know what I mean? They have also lost Unilever, yeah. who have gone to McLaren. Yeah, that is that is sure. Up yeah, that's the their parent company. Yeah. yeah, Crazy that they've lost all that. And, and it is sad, to be fair, but obviously you don't really want to be associated with a team that's finishing like that Bottom far the off, the, off the pace. Like the, being the, two seconds behind in qualifying and things, it's not great for Isn't them. the sure caption sure it won't let you down? Uh might be yes yeah, yeah um, it did let them down yeah. <laughs> but I think the sponsorship to move to McLaren would be really good for them and honestly I'm, honestly, I'm really excited to see what McLaren do this season what with the paint job with the well, with the paint job but also just in, in general how, how they do this season uh, we read off the names of the um, teams that are being announced in a couple of weeks as well and there was a new one in there Alfa Tori who is now this the is new this is going to be so confusing they're, yeah they've been released on Valentine's Day it's, it's the new Toro Rosso brand why that is, is a livery I'm excited to see. What they do with that will be very interesting. I know I've talked about this before, but who like the B2 Alphas? Uh, you know what I mean? Who knows? Crofty's going to get so confused. Crofty will. And everyone in this F1 well, memes and news and I, news and I memes you a meme. hates them anyway. I showed you a meme from F1 News and memes before we came in here to record. And it's, uh, uh, who is it talking to Baby Yoda? It's um, Keanu Reeves or something? Yeah. Anyway, it's someone talking to Baby Yoda trying to, to kind of tell him the, the new name. He goes, say Alpha. Alpha. Say Tori. Tori. Say Alpha Tori. Toro Rosso. Because mm. that is what we'll all be doing this season, I'm it's, sure. It's honestly, whoever whoever signed off on the paperwork for him to change the name yeah. needs to be took outside and, you know, I mean, it dealt was, with. I mean, it was confusing enough when 
force India rename themselves to Racing Point, and I still don't think everyone's quite got over that name change. Yeah. They still are calling them Force India. Uh, so, I mean, I feel bad for Crofty, but I feel more bad for for Martin Brundle. He hates name changes. <laughs> the RS stands for Drag Reduction <laughs> He's System. He's really going to struggle with that. Um, anyway, one last kind of final thing that happened over the over the Christmas period uh, was Lewis Hamilton and Valentino Rossi, respective numerous time world champions in their in their respective uh, racing categories, had a little bit of a swap. Did you hear about this? Yeah, and the one person I feel sorry for, mm-hmm. okay, is Lando Norris. <laughs> That's the one thing. It's a They could have invented Lando. Like, you know, like, when it's, yeah. like, bring one of the kids, like, you know. Like Lando the... isn't sponsored by Monster, though. Yeah, I know. the main but, issue. I know, but he would have loved it. Why didn't he just go and, like, just, just to it stand It could be a fan in the crowd. Go yeah, on. he could have just done trackside for it. I do feel bad for Lando. Obviously, he wears his Valentino Rossi, Rossi bucket hat. Wherever with, he goes. With pleasure. Technically, he is sponsored by Monster, because <laughs> that is a Monster bucket hat. It's true. Uh, but, yeah, Lewis and Rossi both swapped. Lewis took a... Valentino Rossi's uh, MotoGP bike mm-hmm. uh, and Rossi took Hamilton's 27 title 2017 not 27 2017 title winning uh, W08 Mercedes uh, and gave it a good little run for everything it could do they both um, looked like a duck to water they did no and, joke you know, none yeah, of them were like stalling and I mean to be fair they are both pretty confident in what they do I feel yeah. like if there was anyone you trusted to drive you somewhere it would probably be Lewis Hamilton or Valentino yeah. Rossi wouldn't it you know they prefer they are literally both I think Valentino Rossi is like a five, six-time world champion. Hamilton's a five-time yeah, yeah. world champion. Crazy what they've achieved um, in their careers, and and it shows they, they could. I mean, Rossi was did actually did some test driving for Ferrari back in the early noughties. Oh well, didn't know which that. is yeah, which is an interesting little fact. So that's there. why he was a duck to water. So it? it probably so was very similar. When I was like, oh, this is going to be like, oh, this is going to be <laughs> sick. He's these never drove. He has. Yeah. Well, he hasn't driven like the new machine. They've changed yeah, a lot since on. then. But yeah, they obviously still, it's still a it's still, still a single seater in it. Uh, but Lewis obviously had never driven anything quite with the power of a MotoGP bike, and uh, mm-hmm. I I think the interviews he did afterwards gave all the kind of credit you needed for that he said it was literally the most fun he'd ever had yep. that's coming from someone that drives a Formula 1 car for his for his, his career so that is uh, yeah that is interesting uh, I've seen another thing as well and it's not new it's nowhere near new mm-hmm. I'm just late like late by about 10 years nice you know when Top Gear Top Top here when Top Gear had an F1 car and mm-hmm. Richard Hammond tried to drive it it was the Renault 2006 yeah yeah and he went into the garage and it was playing a little song mm-hmm. can they all do that what? Can they just tune any F1 car to play a song? Uh, yeah, it's a revs thing. Yeah, well, so, yeah, um, I, I, I knew it was a revs thing. Yeah, I'm you, just saying. yeah, you can do that with any car. You well, can yeah, do that no, with, your, with your Ford Focus. But the way that they got it doing was from... Oh, no, fine. <laughs> come come to the parking lot, allow me <laughs> and hear me play Hope and Peace. <laughs> no, but yeah, genuinely... Hope and Circumstance. Uh, it, it, it's something you can do, I think, with pretty much any F1 car. I think it worked better with those cars because obviously they were, ran at such high revs they, they could get very high-pitched notes and things. You probably couldn't mm-hmm. do that with a normal road car, but... Well, we'll try it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> get out there. <laughs> we'll find out what note is, what, how many you can revs do, on your you car. Can do your long, uh, you can do the low notes in your Honda yeah, Civic yeah. and I'll do the high notes in my <laughs> <Yeah>. five Fiesta. <laughs> Just to skip back to the question about the super license oh yeah yeah I forgot, I that forgot about that <laughs> yeah. back to that so to qualify for an FIA racing super license mm-hmm. you must be at least 18 have an existing international grade A competition license yeah and you have to have accumulated at least 40 points over three seasons 40 points over in three any seasons. combination of the championships. Well, you said at least 18 wasn't Max Verstappen 17 or 16. That rule is called the Max Verstappen rule. And that was added in after Verstappen joined at 17. Formula One were like, wait, we don't have a minimum age on our super license? Right. <laughs> Technically, at that point, a four-year-old 
if he was clever enough and qualified enough, could have got a super license and got a Formula One seat. Right. At that point, they were like, maybe we should put a minimum age on this. And it's funny you mentioned that because I, I completely yeah. forgot that happened. So now Max Verstappen will forever be the youngest, youngest F1, F1 driver. Yeah, you and must F1 be winner. over 18 to now get one. Mm. And I think, I think he was 18 and a few days when he won his first race in Spain uh, in 2016. He was... So that technically could get beaten if someone who was 18 like and zero days won an F1 someone race. Someone won Australia on their 18th birthday. Chances are it that will forever stand as the youngest yeah. F1 career win. Um, and I think the F1 youngest podium, I think Verstappen got when he before he was 18. Maybe he didn't. No, I think that was set in Spain as well. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah, but it's interesting that he did. He set so many rules. So I think that's where we'll call it for today's episode. It's been a lot of information. It's been, it's been a bit it's of an information, of information dump, but if you've made it this far, uh, congratulations. Well um, next week's episode, I, I've, I'm pretty excited about. We've got a good bit of planning going into it, more than we usually do, uh, which means we've had a conversation for two minutes. It's, um, the, it's the last episode of season, season zero. It's going to be the last episode of season zero. Uh, and essentially, it's the last episode before the car reveals start. It will go out mm-hmm. on the first day of the car reveals, but obviously we'll be recorded a few days before the car reveals expect us to record on the day Um, come on come on please Uh, so with that said uh, we're going to be designing our own Formula 1 car or at least Mm -hmm. going through the Formula 1 teams and and kind of coming up with ideas of what we think they're going to look like wait so in my my head now Mm -hmm. both you producer Ruth and me are going to get a pen and paper right draw an F1 car right and design it yes each of us will be designing our own car and and we want you to vote for which one you think is the best best. right okay yeah we'll put it on the Twitter page we'll put it on the Twitter page you can have a vote on that and we're also going to work with uh, Formula 1 News and Memes Mm mm-hmm We've talked to them quite a bit uh, and we want you guys to submit to so we'll put a post out on that page uh, and just make a thread in the comments below that saying kind of what you think your team's car is going to look like or if you want to draw a picture you can send it in and, and you we'll know what talk if, about it if you are good if we think he knows what he's talking about mm-hmm. and he's not going to say naughty words on air mm-hmm. or she or she or she or she will get you in on, on we'll a give phone you a call. call. Yeah, we, we can do that in the studio, so we can get you in to, to have a bit of a chat about what your design. We idea. just want to know what what you want your team to be like next year. Yeah, if if it's like I don't want us to mess up on any more pit stops, mm-hmm. something like that. You know. Yeah, it, it's only a minute. Yeah, but but more, it feels more than anything, <laughs> Give us give us a comment. Say I support McLaren. I think the car this year is going to be orange with a bit of blue, and there'll be a funky pattern on it. Something like that. Yeah. So and we then, can kind of come up with an idea. Or if you want to draw it, feel free to draw it. And then say your ambition. Artist. And then say your ambition for what you want your team to be doing. Exactly. That yeah. Like my, I would be. My name's Reese. My car's gonna have a massive flame down the side. Yeah. Oh, sorry. My name's Reese. I support McLaren. Mm-hmm. My car's gonna have a massive flame down the exactly. outside. Exactly. This next Which season, I want us to finish top three. Right. I, I think it, what you think will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and obviously um, we'll put a big post out on the on the page explaining all this, talking about it, and uh, hopefully you'll get involved because I think that'd be really good fun to kind of make an episode all about that. Uh, and we'll also just give our theories of what we think the cars actually will look like. Um, on, on see if on there's there. any leaked information by then. There might well be. There, there might, might be some be. leaked pictures and things. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited for next week. It's going to be pretty good. I'm going to get the, and the week out. after. I'm going to be even more excited. Looking at those cars is going to be 
awesome. So, uh, yeah, make sure you come back next week to hear about that. Uh, make sure if you can submit your, your designs and things to the Facebook page or to our Twitter page as well. Uh, they'll all be plugged in the big post we put onto the uh, the F1 News and Memes uh, Facebook page. Just tweet us. We Just like tweet tweets. us. Exactly. Just tweet us. Just do it. I know we haven't said a Twitter yet. We haven't said a Twitter name. It'll be in that post. It'll be F1 in that post. It will all be there. Um, so make sure you go follow F1 News and Memes, like it, and then you can find our post on there. I'm sure the admins will help us uh, promote Please. it and, and, and make it big. Um, so, yeah. Come back next week. It'll be a, it'll be the end of season zero, and then the week after that, we'll finally start season one. We'll be talking about uh, what we think the cars look like, and then we'll also be talking a bit about pre-season testing. So yeah, thank uh, you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. It's been <laughs> a pleasure as always, uh, and we'll catch you next week. Thanks. Bye.